All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and oh, yeah, good. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Ada Food Factory. We do all our testing and shipping and manufacturing, kidding and coding and videoing and more. Um, but enough about us. The next 25-ish minutes, we're going to check in with people from around the Adafruit community, some Adafruit peeps. And Makerverse. Friends of the fruit. All are welcome. Go by Discord to get the link. All you need is a video camera. And honestly, yeah. you don't really need much more than that. Maybe hold don't up something. Even. We'll chat about it. We'll make some funny jokes. Uh, but let's kick it off. First up is Kevin yeah, W. Welcome back, Kevin. You've hey, been world globetrotting. You were in Maker Fair, weren't you? And all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So we were at the, the, the Raspberry Pi reseller. And then also uh, a couple weeks later at Maker Fair Rome, which was phenomenal. Right on. I think they expected about twenty to thirty thousand people, and it ended up being I think close to fifty by the time. Oh, cool! Well, That's a lot. Of sounds like the first maker fair in the Bay Area. We're like, oh, maybe like twenty thousand people show up, and it no, was, it like, was massive. Yeah, it, it, I think everybody was just anxious to get out there and see technology and talk to people and touch things. And you know, we actually had a kid like physically lick a. Uh, Neo trellis board, so that was fun, <laughs> but it, okay. it was all good. It was a good time. <laughs> me and uh, me and David looked at each other like, which one of us is the one taking that one home? This but, is this does not contain any uh, minerals or nutrients that are essential yeah. to life, so right. So, I do have to say, a Neo trellis actually holds up really well to being dipped in hand sanitizer. Yes. Okay, <laughs> <Wouldn't that work? laughs> yes, we yes, we designed it that way, really. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. So speaking of events, uh, tomorrow morning, I'm taking off to another event that, Phil, I know you're quite familiar with, is Hackaday Supercon. Ooh. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> this afternoon, I was like, you know, I'm going to Supercon. I, I know they have badge hacking, but we're, we're working on a fun project with you guys. So I decided to make my my own little badge using PyLeaf. Oh, uh, yeah. Yay. That's Liz's uh, guide. Yes, it is so easy. Like, it was literally minutes to do this. Yeah. And yeah, and you can I, change it throughout the day. You can have other messages. You can put a QR code on it. There's lots of things you can do. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's really great. You guys did a phenomenal job on it. Yeah, the QR code is pretty cool. So I have that set up to go to the DigiKey website. Actually, Maker.io website. So, yeah, this is uh, such a fun project. And it, like I said, it was so easy. I love the clue board. You know, you're hanging the clue upside down, but that's okay. Yeah. And it works either way. It's got my Twitter handle, my my first and last name, and then Digikey on it. I know the camera isn't great, so you can't really see. No, it. you can see. You can see the Kevin for sure. You have to add that, Mastodon. That's next. all that matters. Just <laughs> if you can call me Kevin, I'm good. Um, it's neat. Yeah, it uh, Jay came by and was showing some of the robot uh, that Jay was working on, and yeah. then um, we sent off some of the lanyards. We're a media sponsor sponsor for Hackaday Supercon. I know Digikey's mm -hmm. doing stuff with uh, Hackaday. Um, thanks for, I have nothing to do with Hackaday anymore. I'm, I was a founder, but um, I think it's great that uh, a company like DigiKey jumps into the community, does stuff with um, not only the contest, but the event and been supporting it for, you know, from the Hackaday prize to everything else. It's, uh, right. it's really good to see that. So thank, thank all the higher ups who signed the checks and, and maybe it's yeah. you. But. <laughs> I will. you know, we, we love being a part of it. The Hackaday prize is, you know, it, it's all for bettering the world and, there's yeah. some really cool prize or um, contests out there, so yeah, we love being, a part really of it. love being part of Hackaday, and then any chance we get to show off some cool Adafruit parts and talk about you guys is, you know, we're all in. 
Yeah, right on. Yay. And so, folks, if you, you want to support DigiKey doing cool stuff like this, buy some Adafruit stuff from DigiKey. Um, right. But let them know that you know the, they you like seeing companies like DigiKey at events that you like to participate in. Um, right. So, so a re really quick story. I know I don't have much time here. Yeah, but, you're fine. Uh, Maker Fair Rome. Um, we we shipped a whole bunch of stuff to have a, a really cool booth, a cool setup. The day before I left, I found out our stuff was stuck in customs. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I think we'll be able to get it out. But just in case, I came into my office and I took everything I had, which is like 85% Adafruit. And <laughs> that's what we ended up having. We bought table covers at a local, I don't even know what it was called. A local oh, God, it's uh, terrible that customs yeah. right. did that to so you. We never got our stuff. It did come back. So we got it back home. But it took a nice trip around the world. Adafruit spread at the show. And it, All it right. Well, you, now that that NeoPixel, you know, it's 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 yeah. seen a lot. When Lamore and I were running a booth us. at um, Maker Fair, when we had like a table, or the one, I think one time it was also Hope. We've had to, we had to go local and buy like oh no, like some of the stuff we needed didn't arrive, so we need mm -hmm. to get like extension cords or whatever. So that's cool that you're able to uh, cobble together a full experience um, with just the stuff you had. Yeah, it. I mean, it was pretty good because uh, one of our uh, executives was actually there. And he said, if you wouldn't have told me you lost your stuff, I would have never known. And I'm like, I'm going to call that a success. You know? Oh, that's good. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. You know what's nice? This is, you know, I'm, I'm going to bounce. Is, uh, so back in the day when we had to do a lot of projects um, with compiled code or like trying yeah. to change things, it was impossible because the code that's on the microcontroller has been sitting there forever. And if you plug it into a computer, it's like, oh no, the latest ID and everything. It was always a pain. It, you, it was impossible. And, um, one and of like things, your laptop, you always never, they never had good internet. And so you can like yeah. download libraries. And so ID for folks and who have to like on the go, do a lot of things from cosplaying to showing some of the stuff off in person. It's really nice just being able to plug in a device, edit the code on the device. And then you're like, oh, I can update my demos and not have to like, Oh no, the cloud tool chain is down. Every like, oh no, right? That that's actually worse than getting. Yeah, so we actually had to do that. So yeah. one of the neo trellises, um, you know, it's set up. We had it set up with four different sounds, and one of them I thought it'd be funny to put a crow sound on there, and I had to change it after the first few hours. <laughs> I could not stand yeah. and listen to that crow. Any yeah, longer. yeah, it's like the kid toys are just like. Eventually, but, you're like, you. I have to change this. Yeah, so like you said, you take out your laptop. It takes. 10 seconds to plug it in, download a quick uh, sound bite, and yeah, that's all you yeah, need. just drag the file over. Yep. All right. Well, very good, well, to, see great to see you guys. Yeah, good to see you, Kevin. Um, and just on a side note, for folks who watch, we'll be talking about this tonight. Um, if you've been watching the shows, so we're announcing that AdaBox is returning 2023. So um, that's our big news. We'll talk about it on Ask an Engineer, but we're finally able to get enough of everything. Special thanks to DigiKey for. Uh, helping us out all through the last like three years of this nonsense, but it looks like yeah. AdaBox is returning in full force. We're finally getting parts we'll in. We'll talk about Digi that. DigiKey's a big part of that. I know you guys. Yeah. yeah. Are, We're all uh, riding this wave. Yep. I'm <laughs> sure it's a party at the warehouse. It must be like nonstop shipping. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's interesting. That's, yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so you heard it here first, and then we'll talk about and it. And I'm getting like three shipment orders a day. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, like everything are, is flooding in. Things are starting to happen again. Yeah, that's good. Good to see. All right. It was great seeing you guys. Yeah, thanks, Take care. All, All right. right. So next up. next up, we're going to go to Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Hey, Hi. I'm good. I just wanted to share my latest keyboard project with y'all. It is a Neo Trellis, but instead of oh. pressing the buttons, it works by licking. 
Oh, perfect for events. About how you sterilize it with isopropyl alcohol yeah. between mm -hmm. uses just for uh, personal safety. Yeah. Uh, but actually, I did do a real keyboard project. And excuse me while I lift this thing up, because this this is a chunky boy. This is the oh, original man. keyboard of the IBM PC. Wow. And I've created some code with CircuitPython and like a little simple circuit here, two resistors and six wires uh, so that you can use it on your modern computer. Mm. So um, I don't know. Check that out. <laughs> is what I'm here to say. Um, it's, it's made it's of cool. the same metal as payphones. Is that indestructible? So, yeah. it's, like, it, this is know. built like a beast. There's a metal plate yeah. inside. The whole case, I think, is metal. Yeah. And it just has that great that great classic sound yeah, of heavy. the model. That is, that the is, model there's app. nothing quite like it. Even the new mm -hmm. keys, they never, it, it, you actually need that resonant cavity, you know, made out of steel. Made, made out of lead. So so to do this, you use the PIO interface or the RP2040. It's That's not, right. it's not yeah. serial, it's not PS2, what is it? Yeah, there's, uh, so there's a, a signal with a, a clock and a data line, but it's just a little bit different than anything else. Uh, they actually used, I think it's an 8042 microcontroller in the keyboard. Um, to send in and then in the PC, there was a dedicated chip that understood how to receive and process it. Uh, but yeah, we're doing it with the Cutie Pie RP2040. In this case, this, this little uh, individual right here and with the PIO peripheral and you just read it and you get like 10 bits back and seven of them is the key and one is whether it's pressed or released and you convert that over to and HID there's no polling. You can't, you can't send data, mm -mm. you just get no. data. No, there's no, like, in this keyboard, they didn't have the status LEDs yet. There's no, there's status no LEDs. caps lock light. There's no num lock light. And the communication was strictly one directional into the PC. Mm. With the AT keyboard, I think, is when they added the status LEDs. Mm. I'm not 100% sure of that. All right, what's your next keyboard? What's my next keyboard? Um, next keyboard. So I'm... <laughs> No, no, you're not going to get me like that. Um, so <laughs> you, you had me pick up this keyboard for Atari. Oh, yeah. Um, and they have a little interesting way to do their key matrix where they only use eight pins where anybody else would have used 16. And yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> and I'm going to try that one with the new uh, Coproc or coprocessor module on the ESP32-S3 because I think it'll, A, give me a chance to kick the tires, and B, the, 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 it doesn't really work with PIO. It needs a more complex program. So really? I'm, I'm using that as a way to learn this new facility and we'll see how that works. And okay. that's the, that's the guide that I plan cool. uh, to do after this on keyboards. But we talked about, we're going to do some other guides, not that's keyboards. a couple little things in between. Yeah. Do yeah. you have that keyboard? I just want to, I just want to show um, I do not have it right in front of me. So okay. well, people maybe can we can talk about it, it has, another time soon. It has, what is it? Is it the help button? That's like really weird. It's, like, it's got a help button. Yeah. It's got no, it's this, like this totally button that's like yeah. yay big weird. and it's got help written on an angle. I will share some pictures in discord because this is a cool old home video game slash computer console that was too late and was never yeah. successful. But so, yeah, the keyboard kind of, so kind of darling. Yeah, and there's the keyboard a lot feels, of keyboards. Feels so bad. It's like typing on a marshland. Yeah, it's there's cool. a lot of keyboards it's that it's like the Galapagos Island, like Survivor <laughs> of like it just grew, it evolved on this island and that was it. And it's like, well, it's that like, was that. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the end of the tree, that's the right? right. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, this like, has a, a billion horn. descendants. But not yeah, that not goes to the Atari. AT and then PS2 yeah. and then USB. I mean, no, a lot of these are like too weird to survive, too weird to go yeah, away. Too weird yeah. to reproduce <laughs> yeah. on, to not pass on. It's all it's right. Well, thanks late. so much, Jeff. 
All right, and I'll keep working on the lickable Neo Trellis, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Please, right. please get on that. Liz, what you got going on this week? Hey, how's it going? Uh, let me switch my camera. Uh, this week, I was working on an HTTP server with uh, CircuitPython mm -hmm. on a Pico W. Uh, so the Pico W is running uh, CircuitPython code that serves up this HTML um, web page uh, through an F string. And then with that, you can use the DS18B20 temp sensor to show data on the screen. Uh, and then these buttons send HTTP post requests. Uh, and so the LED is for the onboard mm -hmm. LED. So if I it's press- cow. Yes, it's cow. Yes. Turn on, turn okay. on off. Um, so that's LED on. Okay, wait, like, what's party? And party, I had to make party parrots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you can press the- this Party is what again. a cow's digest digestive check truck looks like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of its stomachs. Anatomically to scale yeah. and everything. Inside yeah. a cow it is works. a party parrot. That's what yeah. actually does the digestion. That, that's what she's yeah. cut. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's using the Pi Cowbell breakout board. Uh, and you can access the reset button on the side here. If you have a pen, you can uh, um, poke it right there to reset if you yeah. need to. Um, and if I turn that off, um, on the screen, normally shows your SSID, um, your IP address, and in the CircuitPython code, you also set a static IP address for it, and it also shows the temp sensor on the screen. Oh, on yeah, screen. and then on, this, on the little web server, it shows I it, I know, too. it's That's cute. Cool. It's cute. Yeah, so I hope this will be a good demo for folks. Um, guide, uh, I just wrapped up tonight, uh, so I'll get it into review so folks can... I, I like the, um, the color theme. It's like you're like, look, yeah. I can't, you know, it's hosted on the Pico W, so you can't, like do a lot of uh, graphics, but it's like you got the pink text and you got like the buttons. Yeah, yeah. And um, I tried to show folks a little bit with the CSS styling you can do um, to call out the colors and um, yeah. the font. Yeah. If, uh, I think it looks great. Thank you. It's got, it's got that All nice right. Great work, space. Liz. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. All right, Aaron, what you got going on this week? Oh, you're, uh, there you go, now you're in. Uh, so I just launched a tutorial about how to make costumes that won't break if you take them into harsh environments. So I want to just uh, share my screen here for a minute. And uh, let's see. This is uh, my light up mermaid tail, which I'm wearing in a saltwater mermaid tank. Um, and basically, um, the tutorial is kind of about how to, well, to make lickable projects, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can lick this all I want. That's yeah. the theme. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So my uh, my microcontroller is I'm using a cutie pie in here, and it's inside this GoPro case, which I just drilled a hole in and put a cable gland, so that yeah. the whole thing is actually submersible, and it all just fits in there with a battery and a little charger and um and everything. And then um, I have a waterproof connector on here, which leads to the actual LEDs. Uh, whoops. Let's see if I can get the top of it here. They're um, sewn onto just a piece of uh, scuba fabric that I can wear underneath the mermaid tail that I'm wearing. So mm. uh, I can actually change different tail skins out. I can make it look different ways. I can do custom tail skins. Um, and uh, it's using these, these LED dots, um, which are super cool because they're real flexible. They're very hard to break and they work underwater believe it or not. Um, yeah. They're IP68 rated or anything like that, but uh, they're the best LEDs I've ever found for harsh environments. So if you're making a Burning Man coat or, you know, something that you want to take to the playa or the desert or something that you're going to put on your kids and they're just going to roll around in the dirt in, uh, this tutorial is kind of show you how to do that and, and still have a lot of success with your project. 
what's cool is like it's like yeah if you can if you can make something that works in a salt pond underwater then definitely can survive like burning man or you know a uh museum exhibit you know right. or it'll just last of- a lot longer so yeah good 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 tips and tricks this Thank is you. great we'll be showing um a couple of your videos tonight including this one um this is really neat i don't think i've seen any online resources or anything in like the electronics world that had something like this so fantastic i've actually work. never seen underwater leds before this is it's just really hard yeah it's really hard there, there's now. people I mean, who like probably the- have had to do it but they're like James Cameron and like you know, no, they just fake it with CGI. Yeah. It's like it's well, they it, they don't even do practical effects anymore. This is actually, I mean, this is or a very like a utility where you yeah. actually have to have LEDs underwater. So this is super cool. This is like the newest thing. If the ocean levels continue to rise and Burning Man's underwater, this is the best guy. Water Man. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Thank we're, you, Aaron. We're gonna get accused that this is like an ad for Avatar too. Okay. It is. All right. It is. <laughs> Thank you, James Cameron. All right. Bye, Aaron. Bye. Okay, next up we're gonna go to Paul and then we'll wrap up with DJ Devin. Paul, hey Paul what's going good to on? See you. Yeah. Got a new episode of the podcast out this week, and it's one that I'm really proud of. Um, I drove two hours east to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and inside of a park, there are three circuit python powered trolls for children to play with. Whoa. They have about 20 panels on each troll. And if you go to I'll link to the to YouTube where I've got some pictures of it too with the podcast. But let's say there's 20 panels on there, and out of the 26 will react, and they'll play sounds, they'll light up the eyes. Um, it's just really cool. And if you go there in the summer, kids are just swarming, and kids will show which panel to press, and it's it's really neat. Oh, neat. So even if you don't listen to the podcast, this one is a really neat episode to hear how it was concepted. They used a Circuit Playground Express. Um, Jason Pecor was the guest who explained all this and then just built it from there in partnership with a couple other companies. Outstanding. Yeah, one of the things when um, we were first working on how Python might work on microcontrollers, we're like, you know, artists, exhibit museums, anyone who has to do hands-on things with kids, they're gonna love this. And we're just like, just gotta wait. And then now you're starting to visit it. What's cool is there'll probably be a world tour one could do of all the places where people are using CircuitPython for these type of uh, public interactive exhibits and more. Hey, and if anyone out there has built one, reach out to me. Love, love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. I think the other neat thing is, unlike the um, black box style of building stuff, I think when you build it with CircuitPython, you're also building in, hey, I want people to see this and learn from it. Um, there's a lot of cool installations. And I remember a long time ago when I was working on stuff like that, every single one of them was unique. And once it broke, it's over because you couldn't find the original people who did it. You couldn't get the code off of it. It's the end, and it's like that's why, you know, especially children's museums, they, they've struggled a lot with um, installations and how to maintain them. So I think that'll be kind of neat. So that's coming up um, this week. It's out right now. It's out. Came out Monday. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, you met with Jason, and folks can um, go to the, uh, the URL is the Circuit Python Show. Yep. Dot com. Dot com. All right. Thanks so much, Paul. Well, we thanks. Trolls. All right. I'll check that out. All, All right, right. Thanks, Paul. It's the only time you're allowed to feed the trolls. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right, DJ Devin, play us out. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is my <laughs> Halloween Dragon Skull project, uh, <laughs> and I'm speaking to you in a mic inside the masks. Yeah, it works. There's, there's no room. Yeah. Uh, I have stuffed this full of four microcontrollers 
two NeoPixel rings, five nudes, uh, and the LCD eyes, which is running Tybot's code. Yeah. And they even go up up into the horns. Uh, so this was yeah. what I wore just to hand out Cal- uh, Halloween, just to hand out candy this Halloween. Yeah, it's also the new Oculus Three coming out. Did did the, ki- <laughs> did the kids like it when you opened the door? Uh, it depends on the age. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the little ones, I scared. I scared one so bad she dropped her bucket. I felt bad about that. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Teenagers loved it. Uh, I got. I, there are two girl foxes who wanted a photo with me because they thought it was so cool. Yeah. And one kid asked to keep my scepter, and I was like, uh. Yeah, I, I made that. So, yeah, I, I could make. It. I could make another. Yeah, but it's got my uh, my S three on there, which I didn't yeah. want to lose. No, yeah, I need that. All right. Well, yeah. unfortunate for the young kid. But on the other hand, it is trick or treat. It's you know? Halloween, and the parents were there, and yeah. it, they were saying it's all good. So that's the you know. whole point. That's the whole point. You have one day. It, it kind of is. Yeah. I mean, it is absolutely. For candy, I get, I get one year or yeah. one day a year to scare kids, and I'm gonna take it. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much, TJ. Well, Outstanding costume. Phil B. You should watch this because yeah, gonna, we'll he's send a link a to our costume. resident dragon expert. This is an amazing dragon costume. Good work, TJ Devin. Thank you. Bye bye. Excellent. Glad you got it done in time too. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. That was show and tell for the week. We're here every single week, 7:30 p.m. Thank you for making this the best half an hour of our week. Every single week, we'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer in just a few minutes. Bye, everybody.